2: Do you expect to contend here for
3: this week and years to come, or are you past that point where it's annually possible? Well, expect to contend? Yes, I do.
4: That's Tiger Woods on the Tuesday ahead of the 2020 Masters. He's at a press conference talking about finally competing in the postponed tournament.
3: Tiger was defending his title, but by the final round, he wasn't in contention. It was someone else's turn to win.
0: If he makes it, it'll be the lowest total in relation to par in major history 21 under but why make it in 2020 when you can finish right on that number (laughs) yeah and the 2020 masters the long-awaited masters has a long-awaited champion in dustin johnson Dustin Johnson
3: won the 2020 Masters with a record-setting score. He finished 20 under par, besting a record which was held by Tiger and another player, Jordan Spieth.
4: After 19 months as the reigning Masters champion, it was time for Tiger to pass along the green jacket in the ceremony at Butler Cabin.
2: Well, Tiger, your victory last year was one of the most memorable and emotional moments in the history of this tournament. And I just want to tell you, we're so pleased that you're now wearing that green jacket for the fifth time. Congratulations. And we'd be honored if you would place the green jacket on Dustin. Absolutely. There you go, buddy. Congratulations,
3: Dustin. Thank you.
4: While many of Augusta's well-known traditions were in place this year, the Masters was unlike any Masters before.
3: There were no blooming azaleas, daylight was limited, and most notably, there were no patrons.
4: All of these conditions affected the players, including Tiger. I'm Jordan Bell.
3: And I'm Albert Chen.
4: And this is a special bonus episode of All-American from Stitcher, the 2020 Masters.
3: And to help us recap today, we're checking in with someone who knows golf and Tiger pretty well.
2: My name is Bo Van Pelt, I'm 45 years old. I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Married, my wife Carrie, 21 years. Got three kids, played college golf at Oklahoma State. Uh, turned pro in 1998, been doing that since, since then. So it's kind of a little bit about me.
3: Bo Van Pelt is a professional golfer with a long career he's been ranked in the top 20 in the world.
2: He ends with a par and a 64, Bo Van Pelt, a winner once again on the PGA Tour. And he's even
3: gone head-to-head against Tiger, like in 2012 at the AT&T National in Maryland. During part of that tournament, weather conditions prevented fans from attending.
2: You know, I told him, I said, man, supposed must be weird for you. I go, but this is a, this is a typical Bo Van Pelt crowd. Um you know, I was like, I'm I feel this is my wheelhouse. I feel really comfortable. Um he got a good laugh out of that.
3: Bo also co-hosts a podcast with friend of the show, Pharrell Evans. It's called Both Sides of the Ball.
2: We gave Bo a call to talk about
4: the Bovan Pelt size cross at Augusta, (laughs) Tiger's performance, and what it tells us about Tiger going forward. So, Albert, there was really no reason to be excited or optimistic about Tiger's chances this weekend, given that he hadn't finished in the top 20 of an event since January of this year.
3: But Tiger made a run on Thursday and Friday, and the golf world and the
0: sports world just went pretty crazy. So Tiger Woods had a great first round at the Masters. I root for Tiger now, I'm not going to lie. I love that Tiger, once again, is in contention. I I saw somebody yesterday. Can he do it for four days? I don't know. Give me three and a half, I'll be happy. He won it a couple years ago.
4: But on Saturday and Sunday, Tiger wasn't able to keep up. He ended up tied for 38th place and finished the tournament at one under par.
0: And what a finish for (laughs) Tiger Woods. A 10 back at the 12th hole. But he responds by putting on a clinic down the stretch. He birdies five of his final six holes and finishes the tournament under par at minus one.
4: Bo, thanks for joining us today. So what did you think of Tiger's performance?
2: Well, I thought, you know, there were so many uh, question marks coming into Tiger in the 2020 Masters. You know, we just haven't seen him play that much. And I think everybody didn't know what to expect. You know, the weather could be a factor. Is it going to be cold? Was back hold up? And uh, you know, I thought he, I thought he played well overall. Obviously, the first round was a really good round for him. You know, no bogeys, four under. You know, historically, I think even as as great a success as he's had there, his opening rounds haven't been really great. And so I think that was exciting for everybody to see him play that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he had the ten on Sunday, and then. And came back, and what a great finish, you know, to to make five birdies in the last six holes uh, was, was fantastic.
4: Right. So, and one of the big things missing from this tournament was the crowds. You know, watching the tournament, you could definitely see so much more of the course, and it was just starkly quieter than a normal tournament. Um, do you have any sense for how that affected players?
2: Well, I definitely think, uh, just the buzz in a normal PJ Tour event, you know, create some energy level for the players and Augusta, especially, it just creates this atmosphere. That's fun to play in because it's unlike any other tournament, you know, it's known for that vibe. And so I was like you, I thought it was eerily quiet as you were watching the golf over mm-hmm. the weekend at the masters. I can only imagine as a player, it would have been really weird to just be out there playing and like, hearing nothing you know right. I mean, there was a few fans and you know it seemed like some of the volunteers would clap when someone make a pub but knowing what that place can sound like and then playing it basically in silence would definitely be weird
3: do you think it is an advantage to some players and maybe a disadvantage to certain players
2: well i think you know to me i think when a guy's in a groove like dustin was the ability his ability to stay calm he's a pretty even kill guy i think not having the crowds, because sometimes as well as he was playing, the crowds can get you amped up, you know, to where you can get going faster and maybe your mind starts racing a little bit and your swing, um, your tempo gets off a little bit. And so my guess is for a guy like him, who's even keeled, that quiet, you know, the quiet atmosphere probably helped him out because he could just kind of maybe stay in that frame of mind a little bit and, um, and stay in that rhythm like he had over the weekend, which was just phenomenal. I mean, and then for guys trying to catch him, I think it probably hurt them a little bit because sometimes you feed off that energy. Hey, can I get off to a good start? Can I make a couple birdies? Can I make a, an eagle on two? Crowd gets going behind me because I remember one year that I played the Augusta, you know, the Masters. Tiger got off to a really good start, and I was one or two groups behind him. And the energy level on the course, you just wanted to be part of that. So it, um, it definitely could get you if you were going in the right direction, you know. And maybe it's a placebo effect or not, but it felt like it was pushing you along, um, and maybe you know helping you make another birdie or two, and just trying to be maybe be more aggressive.
3: To that point, I mean, do you think like a player like Tiger feeds off of that energy?
2: Oh, I don't think there's any question. When you look at uh, the crowds he's had his whole career, with the interest level and and just the stardom that he's had, uh, there's no question that uh, he's enjoyed that, enjoyed the energy level of those crowds. I mean, some of his reactions and fist pumps. I mean, how could that not help him? Mm-hmm. You know, I think he that was just part of his you know uh, daily routine and part of him playing golf um, was probably feeding off that that energy level and. And his concentration level, and just being in that arena,
4: so Tiger's first round was about as good as any opening round he's played in a major. How did it feel watching that?
2: Well, it was just great to see you know I think we've all of us that have played with him know what a great iron player he is, and just to see the control he had over the golf ball uh, with with shaping his irons to some of those pin locations was you know. That's what he does, man. That's, you know, that's some one just another part of his game that's set him apart. And so that was really fun to see. Because like I said earlier, there was just so many question marks. You just, you know, because you can practice at home and you feel like you're hitting it good. It's another thing to play on a Thursday morning when they hand you that scorecard and see what what's my action going to be like when it counts, when the light goes on.
3: So fast forward to Saturday. Tiger had to play a total of 26 holes and he finished... He finished up his second round and then went on to play his third round. And so, Bo, how much of a disadvantage is it to play that many holes in one day? And, you know, in the colder weather on top of that, particularly for a player like Tiger, who's had back issues, um, how much of a challenge is that?
2: Oh, for, for him right now, I think, with, with like you said, with, with the back surgeries and having to play when the, the ball is not going very far in the morning. Uh, he would have definitely liked to be on the other side of that wave. There's no question about it. Um, you know, to, to be able to get the, get his round in uh, and not have to play as many holes in one day. Uh, Cause it is a challenge, right? Um, it's one thing if you are playing well and, you know, you finish up that second round, then you're like, shoot, man, I want to keep playing. I want to get as many holes in as I can uh, if the weather conditions are good, but, I don't think there's any question, you know, if you gave him some truth serum and said, hey, look, would you like to play 18 or 26? He's like, I'd like to play 18 and and tee off about 10, not at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, there's, there's just no question about that.
4: We'll be back after this short break. So the 12th hole at Augusta in 2019 is really where things turned around for Tiger to be able to win the tournament last year. However, on the 12th hole this year, things sort of went south for Tiger. I'm going to play this little clip.
0: So the third for Tiger. That's got to no, that needs stop. to stay. Oh, boy. Wow. Two in the water for Tiger at 12.
4: Bo, can you just tell us what's it like to play that hole?
2: You know, the wind can be really tricky there. Um, I played with Luke Donald, I think it was 2011, and he had a chance to win the tournament and, you know, caught the wind wrong. It was kind of in between clubs and, um, you know, ended up hitting the golf ball in the water and kind of ruined his chances there for the tournament. So it can happen, you know. It's it's one of those deals where you know there's a lot of par threes where you can be just a little off, and hey, you miss the green. It's not a big deal. You can get the ball up and down. Seems like if you hit one bad shot in there, very rarely do you see a guy come right back and hit the next one close, and you know make bogey, right? Like it just it seems like usually, uh, one ball in the water there usually equals you're making double bogey or worse, unfortunately. <laughs> So
3: then, just watching Tiger struggle in that moment, and it was just hard to watch. But as a player who's sort of been there and been in that kind of situation, I mean, what what was it like watching Tiger struggle in that moment?
2: Well, I think all of us are like we've all been there, right? Like you play (laughs) this game long enough, it's going to happen, right? You're gonna. I tell people, and I tell young players, I'm like, look, you're gonna whiff one, you're gonna shank one, you're gonna double hit a chip. You're going to hit three balls in the water. Like, you play this game long enough, you're going to do it all, good, bad, and indifferent. And mm. he's no different, right? Like, it's just um, you play that holds enough time and, you know, your focus is a little off or, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, you – you you know, he's mad enough You get one ball in the water. Then you blow it over the green in that bunker. And then you get back there in that line and you're like, well, now what do I do? <laughs> right? Like, then now – you know, but then you're like, well, shoot, I'm going to try to hit a shot. I'm not going to just bail out over here to the left side of the green and you know do this so then it just well now you hit the next one in the water well now you got to go on the other side you know and then it just it's a snowball effect but as a player you when you see a guy struggle you have total empathy for him because you're like we've all been there right like um and you just hope it's not with the tournament on the line I guess that's the that was mm-hmm. the good thing like he wasn't trying to win the golf tournament uh and make a 10 there it was right. it kind of happened when it wasn't a factor
3: after that disappointing 12th hole i mean tiger ended up burning five of the last six holes to to finish under par for the day and i mean what does that tell you about tiger's motivation even you know now at this point in his career
2: well i think it just shows you know he's a he's a consummate professional and i, I saw a tweet i want to say it was Hal sutton there was a it was an older former player um complimented him on that and just said you know to all his young fans there, what a great example for young junior golfers to see a guy, you know, make a 10, have a disappointing hole, but didn't just pack it in, right? He could have packed it in and, you know, shot an even par one over. But, you know, he uh, he didn't take that finish for granted and worked his butt off and and finished like a professional. And so my hat's off to him for just the example that he set for everybody who was watching him. Uh, especially the young people to say, look, we're all going to have adversity. We're all going to have bad holes. You can't avoid that, but you can control kind of how you react to it.
4: Do you feel like we learned anything new about Tiger's golf game at the Masters or his chances of winning another major going forward?
2: Well, I think um, uh, yes and no. I mean, I, to me, I think the questions were answered as fact is that he's still got some good golf in him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he had enough really good shots, especially around like you know the the first round there um, and then the finish on Sunday the question is you know um, is I mean to me the question is is how's his body doing I mean I think that's the million dollar question going forward is how's his body gonna hold up how long is he able to practice to get ready for a tournament or when he can play a few tournaments in a row to build towards another major and I think those are the questions nobody knows the answer to but I think the one question we know to answer is like, look, if he's healthy, there's still a lot of really good golf in there.
3: People must ask you pretty often, (laughs) what is Tiger really like? And I'm just curious, like, what, what's your answer? I mean, is he sort of a different guy on the golf course versus off of it? Or is he sort of the public sort of perception of him different from the Tiger that, that you've gotten to know over the years?
2: Well, I mean, look, there's a bunch of guys out here that know him better than me. Um, All I can say to him about him is he's always been great to me. Um, uh, We've always had fun playing with each other when we've played, when we've been paired together. Oklahoma State and Stanford had a really good rivalry when we were both in college. Um, So we know a bunch of the same people played against each other a bunch in college and then obviously um, professionally. Um, And so, yeah, I think he's just – look, he's a competitor. I'm super – happy for him that you know he won the masters in 2019 with his kids it seems like he had a ball doing it uh seems like he's really gotten to become close with some of those guys in south florida the other professionals down there which i think is great um for him seems like he's having a ball doing it and so i would just say look man he's just uh he's a guy that's worked really hard uh, to get where he's at and he's just the ultimate competitor
3: yeah And do you think he's changed the game in ways that we may not kind of like see today? I mean, like in terms of his overall impact, I mean, do you feel like the game is different today because of Tiger?
2: Oh, there's no question. I mean, um, I think the work ethic out here, you know, as far as like the standard of how hard guys work on a whole has totally changed with. You look at his approach from a mental standpoint, from physical conditioning, uh, you know, just how hard he worked in his game. And he raised everybody's level. You know, the reason why they see so many good players now coming out that are, you know, 20, 25 years old is because they grew up watching him in his prime, and then the standard was set of, like, well, if you want to be that good, this is how hard you got to work. Um, you know, so that that changed – I mean dramatically um just the overall standard of how how hard guys work and how good they are by the time they turn professional
3: and we kind of saw that high level of play on uh, like over the weekend at the masters right I mean just like all this this younger generation really I mean it was kind of like right there for us all to see right Um,
2: absolutely and it's not smoke and mirrors I mean it's it's guys it's a generation of kids that have um you know, been so focused on golf and trained the right way. And, uh, you know, golf equipment's gotten better and training regimens have gotten better, but it's like, they realize that, Hey, that's the standard, right? Like if you want to play on tour, it's, you work out, you eat, right. You, you train year round. I mean, it's, uh, all that stuff, the level, and it's only going to keep getting better. Right. I think. So the question now is like, now the kids growing up now are seeing, You know, whether it's Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Matt Wolf, like even the younger guys going, it's like, well, that's how hard I got to work just to have a chance to be out there. Like that doesn't even mean I'm going to be successful. That's (laughs) even to be in the conversation to even have a thought about doing it. And so um, 100% he's changed it. So the compounding effect will be the level will be even higher another 10, 15 years from now.
4: Well, Bo, thank you so much for your time. This is huge. Yeah. No, no, really thank it. you.
3: Yeah, it was a fun weekend to just tune in and see Tiger play really well on Thursday and Friday. It was just like really super exciting, and he's just still capable of playing really, really great golf.
4: Right. But, you know, just maybe Albert, he has another run in him. Because guess what? In five months, he'll be back at Augusta again for his 24th Masters. All American is a production from Stitcher. This episode was written, reported, and produced by Albert, having a ball, Chen, and me, Jordan, in the hole, Bell. Gianna Amen Corner-Palmer is our story editor. Abigail Caddy issues Keel, is our senior producer. Casey Hole and Nun Holford is our mix engineer who also wrote our fantastic theme music. Our executive producers are Daisy Rosario and Chris Bannon. Special thanks to Tristan Drew and Corey Nathan. Don't forget to check out both sides of the ball, Bovan Van Pelt and Pharrell Evans Podcasts, and subscribe to All American and leave us a review. Thanks.